Let's take well, a face. Um, That's brand new. Yeah, as because you're in it or um, Friday night accounts is an admin and get into it. So you can usually post them here. Like, that's what I do. Yeah, right we, we may be live a few here. minutes early. Uh, <laughs> we're now streaming live on Facebook without music, dude. Uh, are we? We got to get that music going then. Yeah, I just got the notification that uh, we're live. Okay, which means I may not have shared it to your group. Welcome, welcome. Where is it? <laughs> Where are we? There we go. Join Andrew Wolf. Okay. Our mission to make accounting fun. Follow us as we chat with amazing guests every Friday. Are you ready? Woohoo! Woohoo! We're not uh, sure where we are. We started early. Um, yeah, we're live. We're yeah, live. We are live. And uh, so I apologize, everyone. We had a bit of a hiccup with. Um, Facebook Live tonight. Zoom decided to go through a whole nother way and I wasn't sure what I was doing, but we appear to be live somewhere on the internet, um, which you've got to love, Chris, because I know you're sort of a detail-oriented, like your ducks in a row type of guy. Uh, but we're lucky to have you with us. For those of you who don't know Chris, uh, Chris um, is the CEO of a company that I love. Uh, we've talked about it before here on the uh, on the organization. And I'm going to interrupt there. You fell in love with it when we had Allison on the show, and you guys really talked it up. And Andrew, you said I need to know more about this tool. And I think a week later, you were just like, "Oh, I love this thing." And ever since then, you've been a big fan. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for joining us, Chris. How you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. You guys rock yeah, it. Good to and see you. Who, who did who did the guitar bit and who did the drum bit for the intro music? <laughs> Andrew's behind the music. He's got a team behind him, so he knows the story there. I love it. I love it. Gets us pumped up. Yeah, yes. Especially when we have no idea where we are or what's actually... Serious. We're actually on a few minutes early, so anyone who's actually setting their clock to us, and I, I don't know if there's too many of them, we're on a few minutes early, so we might just be talking to ourselves right now. A few minutes, so okay. Well, we can get caught up um, and uh, chat about all the new new things that are going on. Um, Actually, I, Chris, do you want to do some vocal exercises? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right, Brett. I know. I know they're, they're a big that, deal. Huh? They're a big deal for you guys. So I want to hear your routine, <laughs> and, and we're going to Andrew and I are going to you know we'll, we'll try to copy along. Okay. The extent of our vocal exercises. There aren't any. It's the same way we, we uh, whenever our guests say, well, what, what are you going to talk about? We're like, I don't know. We'll see. What's great is you guys just get out of bed, obviously sounding this smooth. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we managed to, to stay awake. Uh, we, we did have a guest, um, Jeff Cates, who's the former president of Intuit Canada. I don't know if you know Jeff. Um, he was all gung-ho to do the show, and he fell asleep. <laughs> So here we are, the former president of Intuit Canada. We've been talking it up. He's a big deal, and he fell asleep. So must have a really busy job, you know, just yeah. it's pooped. Yeah, it happens, and and he's from the Eastern Time Zone, so it's definitely um, it was a bit later. So it happens. Yeah, we got you from the West Coast. So is that is that like real live uh, sunlight behind you, or just uh, you know, you know, it's it's all digital, right, San Francisco? We got the fog going on here, so. We throw up a little green screen, you know, looks looks like it might kind of maybe be real, maybe, but no, like, no, it's, it's sunset. Come well, I, I wonder if Misty's out there because, uh, you know, I just found out the other day and Andrew, we were just talking about this or conferences and that um, they don't want green screens to be used at these conferences anymore. These virtual conferences, apparently they're getting feedback that says, and, and I'm not surprised because I keep hearing this is that studies show that people will trust you more and be more engaged if you're actually in your setting, in your environment, and they can look at the stuff on your bookshelf, or, you know, they can see things around your house and they want to. So I was told for the speaking thing I'm doing for, for QuickBooks Connect, that I can't use a green screen. And I honestly got to figure out where I'm going to do it. That'd be tough. I mean, for us urban dwellers, you know, I don't have a ton of room. We've got a kid, right? We've got a place I'm in sub San Francisco. Sub suburban, but 
Yeah. Yeah, it's we don't have a massive place, but we like to kind of we all have our space. That's the thing about this pandemic. It's my wife and my son and I, and we all have our space. And I take up a lot of it. <laughs> so well, people know that I, I see, my wife just my commented. She says, Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> she rarely comments. So I you know, like that that's the thing. And I told into it. I said, Well, you know, the, the green screen is for a variety of reasons it's just because you know it's not just privacy it's because you know there's stuff going on behind you know my family's really good about about recognizing the fact that i i do this and you know it's friday night and they drop everything to to cater to me so thank you to that's all why of them for from all of us <laughs> well it's it, it, I appreciate it right it's mm -hmm. um it's it's our it's our, you know it's your little and it's not just it's not just Friday nights, it's, you know, meeting with clients and things, you need a space. And I just don't have a natural space. Like Andrew, you used to live in a closet. So, <laughs> so I, I now work out of a closet all day long. So I moved down here for the show because uh, the family's up in bed at night. Uh, but during the, uh, so you don't want to be in the closet while people. So the key to, to me is I just go to the opposite. Like if, if they're upstairs, I go downstairs. If they're downstairs, I go upstairs. Every room I have serves multiple purposes. So this is like uh, another living room that we have. Well, I'm in the middle of the action. There's a TV over here. The couch. This is where people hang out. This is our our live our family room. So yeah. I got to figure out a place, and they're asking me to send them a screenshot that Intuit will sign off on. So I'm kind of walking around the house with. Have you thought about doing it outdoors, with a good quality mic and like you have a good quality mic, you can get it so it will just get your, yeah. your sound. Um, yeah, and I guess it sort of came up, but then there's the uncertainty, the unknown uh, when we actually shoot it. What's the weather going to be like, or whatever? <laughs> I'm, they want me to sort of find you need a an place. umbrella. <laughs> And I still, I think we're shooting it on Tuesday and I still haven't really figured it out, but yeah, that's the trend. They said they don't want people using these, uh, using green screens at these conferences anymore. That's the feedback they're getting. Yes, I was ahead of my game. I just hated it because I would get these weird halos. Like I just, I don't know if it's my bald head and the light reflecting. Well, it's, it's lighting, right? <laughs> it's if, you, if your lighting's not right, you'll get that. Also, a lot of people aren't using green screens. They're using Zoom that allows you to, do it with a green screen. We all know the the impact, right? You get the funny little, um, you know, you disappearing act. I was Something on turn into a cat. Well, yeah. Well, there's that. But the I'm, other day, I'm not, I'm not on, a cat. I was on with some people from Intuit. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about, and they all had. Oh, they wanted to ask me about reconciliations. They, they asked me to, for feedback on reconciliations. They had like five people from all over the Intuit space and they all had the same green screen going on. And a lot of people had the really messed up light where they would just disappear and only their head would be there. And then they would come back and forth, back and forth. That is what I was told they're worried about happening at these conferences because the virtual ones, the feedback has been, it, does, it doesn't seem as professional. So I'm like, like, what are we going to do, Chris? Uh, I, I'm sticking with the green screen. I, I don't have yeah, I don't have it on my back. So, yeah. Love it or oh, leave you're it. the boss. You're the boss. I'm the boss. Yeah. yeah I'm, screw that. I'm just going to show up with the green screen. <laughs> Pull it. the plug on me. Yeah. Well, it was funny because they'd actually said, hey, can we see some of your backgrounds? I was going through. Oh, that one looks kind of real. It's like a fake boardroom. <laughs> I was the worst speaker when I was a speaker because I would turn in stuff like, the day or sometimes the day after they wanted it well they didn't really give me a deadline i think we're recording on tuesday so i think i think there's uh, there's some time um yeah to procrastinate but i <laughs> stress somebody out these these virtual events that are coming up are going to be interesting i wonder if they do get any better i mean it's interesting that all of it's now there's a lot more on or a lot less on social even though we're all sitting on our computers like from a twitter yeah. standpoint they're very different um now I also just to jump to you, Chris, for a second. I know you're not that big, aren't you? Aren't, I tried to social stalk you as I do with many of my guests, and I couldn't find any content. You were saying you are intentionally not on social. I'd love to understand your rationale and why you don't, why you're not on it. 
It's part of the mission, right? The part of the mission is to quiet everything down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. Well, I guess it does fit with the brand because that's one thing that the first thing I learned about your product was um, the security angle of it. The fact that it's secure and safe and comfortable for your clients to see use. to me it wasn't about the security it was about communication just like you're sort of talking about hey yeah, that's the side of it definitely i got that but i mean i did sense like email is not secure and yet so many people are using it or i'll never forget this accountant that i met he said oh you know we're cloud enabled and i'm like oh yeah what what apps are you using he goes we've got dropbox <laughs> we, we share oh, dropbox. <laughs> i was like Oh, wow like that's awesome you're you're pretty forward thinking use dropbox huh what do you do with it oh we just you know we we just share files it's really cool yeah. you, should, you should try it out sometime i'm just going oh man okay yeah, i think i think it's you know we can all use tools right and we can always throw a bunch of tools at anything and but i think you know you guys know you guys know the story Which, everybody has a lot of anxiety for all the digital stuff, right? Digital anxiety for me is is very real. It's very present. I feel it in my body. I can't disconnect. I can't really maintain a lifestyle and a disposition that is really, really consistently like, it just feels good, right? It feels bountiful and it feels abundant all the time. It's really hard to have that. And so I was talking to a buddy yesterday and we were kind of going through this notion of, how are our lives designed and his whole thing and he knows the adventure we're on kind of you know i'm on this hunt to go figure out how to be more creative and his whole thing is like look reactive same letters as creative and so the more digital stuff i'm consuming right social media feeds coming in emails flying in texts flying in all those things all those demands clients coworkers, you know, friends and family, it's just a lot of infeed. And so if you're constantly getting infeed, how can you break away and do some deeper thinking? And how can you break away and create an environment where your stress levels go down? And it's just, it's a, it's a pretty amazing journey. Um, at some point we'll have to talk about the ring, the aura ring, which is really, really cool. Now seems like a good time. What's the aura ring? <laughs> okay. Okay. So you wear this thing. It's an aura ring. It's that it, you wear it. It has a battery. It lasts a week, and it measures your sleep at night. It measures your body temperature. What about these things? Yeah. This is what's so cool, Brad. And I had no idea. So I'm, I'm I'm worried. Like, hey, you know, anxiety management. I think when I was in my 20s and 30s, it was easy, right? I'm 49. Turned 50 this year. Anxiety management is a lot tougher, right? And you guys are awesome. You guys are out. You get you're getting your steps. You know, you're walking and taking care of yourselves. You know, it's a it's a really really good thing. So high quality sleep is also super important. <laughs> you, yeah. you lost me there. That's the one area that I've struggled with, and that's the one area that um, causes me deeper problems because studies show that weight loss and sleep are directly related. Yeah, the more so, you get, the more the easier it is to lose weight, right? It, it, it is. Your body will lose. Also, here's where, and I and I tell, I've told people this story a few times. Is I'm literally sleep eating sometimes. I'm going to bed late, getting up early, and I'll wake up maybe to go to the bathroom or something in the middle of the night. And while I'm at it, I won't even realize I'm doing it. I'll bypass the kitchen, maybe grab a bag of chips, pig out. Do you, you just see the crumbs like in the beard in the yeah, morning? Like, the how, do you, how do you know? I do a morning walk every morning and there were crumbs literally on the floor this morning and a bag. Of, and I was like, oh my God, it really happened. Or some days you wake up. So I make bad decisions when I'm not getting caught up on sleep. And I also know that when I do manage to get caught up a bit, the day just goes better. Like, I just can't stress that enough. You bring up such a good point about anxiety and, and managing it. Sleep is the single biggest thing I'm not doing enough of. And I, and I know I need to. Yeah, so there's, there's, that there's like tool is cool yeah. because I've heard that, that like the, the problem with the watch is I actually have two of them and I'm constantly swapping them back and forth. So they track my sleep, but in order to, to track it, you have to have it on. Right. And, yeah. and I'm and people don't want to watch. Well, mine's charging at night. That's my problem. So exactly. That's what a lot of people do. Now, I actually learned about uh, 
a, a kind of a strategy to to work around that i i got from scott zamberg and do you know scott chris he was, i haven't um, met scott no he's kind of the community guy up here for intuit canada he was kind of the face of intuit now he's the real estate guy he's uh yeah he owns a whole bunch he he flips a lot of properties but anyways he um he said what you want to do with a wearable is charge it while you're having a shower in the morning or when you're making something when you're not really expending a lot of energy anyways because they charge quite quickly and you don't charge 100%. I charge mine to 90 all the time. I yeah. wear the watch too. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that here's, here's the deal. This is what I learned. And I think, I don't know if this applies to everybody, but for me, like the anxiety thing is like, it's recovering accountants, right? Or you're in it, you're dealing with clients and it's constantly, you're getting, you're getting a lot of, you're getting a lot of requests. The stuff's building. Maybe we're not moving enough. We're not getting rid of the stress well enough. I'm, I just got so used to it. <clears throat> but then here's the deal. So the, this little thing, this little aura ring will measure your heart rate variability when you sleep, HRV, okay? And heart rate variability should go up and down. And let me know if this is too clinical, but it's- oh, I No, like, no, I, I've seen that stat and I don't know what it is. So I'm- So mine came out at 20. My, my HRV when I started was at 20. And which means there's 20 milliseconds of variability. It should be if you're if you're nailing it and you're crushing it, it should be closer to like a hundred. And what it means is when your body switches between its sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system, as it goes back and forth, which means you're relaxed, your heart rate variability will be higher because when the, when the SNS is on all the time, it's going to be super super flat. But when the parasympathetic kicks in, it's going to be far more variable. And so that's what you want when you sleep is this, this nice trade-off and you see it. When I started getting, when I started doing this, I'm like, my heart rate variability was almost nil, way below the lowest of the average. So I was constantly on, I wasn't able to kick into my PNS. Right. And so now I know what to go. Oh, can you say that again? Your penis. We should have done the vocal exercises, guys. You're telling me to enunciate the, the P and S. Penis. Sorry, we're just Friday, man. I think that's an, that's an adult word. We can use that. We're after hours. I'm also right? a child. Like, that's just all the time. Sorry. I love it. Like I say, yeah. we don't plan what we're going to talk about. Is sometimes this happens. So. That's what we're here Carry for. Carry on with your discussion. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so back to the anyway. So you you guys are getting it. So it's anxiety management. Like, how do we how do we cope? And so part of my coping mechanism is to not get so much in feed, and that's what allows me a little more space to be a little more creative, and that kind of thing. Ergo, I kind of veered off of social media some time ago. Right. Wow, it's very enlightening, and it, it's uh, resonates with me. And I'm definitely gonna go out and buy the ring, not just because it's another gadget that I can buy, which is definitely makes it fun and interesting. But I, I, I think that Brad and I have both been on this journey for, uh, for me, eight months. It's just, just been over a year for me. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's you're like, you're. It's a journey that we all take in life, right? To try and make ourselves better, and I think that. Uh, it's time for me to elevate my journey beyond just. So you need food. a new gadget. I need a new gadget. <laughs> oh, I totally sleep is definitely the area that I, that I'm oh. killing myself on because there's just not enough time in the day. I'm like, well, you know, I'll go do this nice walk in the morning because that way I'll free up the rest of my day. It just doesn't seem to work that way. It's like I still go to bed late. I still get up early. And just, the anxiety keeping you up at night. So you got to start freeing that anxiety, right? And I think for a lot of us, it's like um, you do your best to cope with the anxiety, but if it's if it's still there, it's wreaking havoc yeah. on, on well, your mind, body, and your world, soul, right? And yeah. I think, you know, to the extent that you can do that, we all have, you know, businesses to run and there's, you know, whatever turmoils that you're going through in your individual life, like we're going to go through our peaks and valleys in lives, right? And it's just about how we create these coping mechanisms to manage them just like you how do we how do we deal with these um you know it's like quitting smoking or food or anything right like you know you're going to have your trigger moments what's your plan of attack for how you're going to deal with those trigger moments when they when they come through um and and so obviously jumping away from social i get it now it makes sense it's going to be virtually yeah. impossible for me to jump off social i think 
But I, it's a journey oh, your job. to start I, one day. I kind of have, though, Andrew. A lot of people probably don't notice that. I mean, I got forcefully removed from Twitter. That was <laughs> yeah. That doesn't count, Brad. But <laughs> even even still, I find myself less inclined to want to go to social media. Um, I I do use Twitter more for consumption now. I follow. I have lists that I follow. Certain people I follow. And that's how I get my my news and information and things like that. But I'm listening. I'm not really broadcasting as much. Facebook, not nearly as much. The pandemic made me realize, you know what? Um, I got to turn my efforts in other areas. So social hasn't really been a big deal to me. So I'm kind of jealous that you're able to just cut the ties completely. I'm not quite there yet. I'm definitely not one of those people that says, I'm leaving Facebook. I hate Facebook. And then they're back a few days later. I've never left any social media platform out of disgust or disappointment or because somebody called me a name, you know, cry me a river. All part, like, I mean, what I'm doing here on Friday nights is not part of what I do for work, but digital marketing and social media marketing is a big part of how we attract clients for our business. And well, yes, uh, having a social presence is important. Now, you know, Andrew, I know through your stocking, you said that we didn't find a lot on Chris personally, but Lysio, the brand, the company. Professional image. And yes, that's there. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I, I met you guys down in Salt Lake at Scaling New Heights in uh, 2019, but your brand's around. And and I know that uh, you've got Allison on your team now. And I know Allison's out there because I've seen her in the, the comments. I mean, that is the way to do it, right? You don't have to do social yourself. You just hire a team that is socially you know, well, once interesting. You're, once you're big enough to do that, a lot of us who are- Agreed, well, agreed. It's easier said than much. done. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. With Allison's experience and, and her, you know, she knows so many people in the industry and she just loves that, you know, the, the marketing side of it that, You've got yeah, a let's face presence. it. Let's face it. I mean, Allison versus me on social <laughs> or in person. She's gonna she's gonna win every time. She's she's just that beautiful in her soul that she shares with so many people. And you know, if you look at you know me in, in my career and how I've you know emphasized certain areas of development, I'm just so left leaning, right? I'm pretty very introverted. I'm trying to solve problems in my mind. I'm not. That's kind of where I'm. I think I'm likely best suited. So now look at Allison. She's just so, so wonderful. So sharing and that kind of thing. And so, um, you know, super, super fortunate to work, be working with her and uh, the rest of our team, which, are, you know, I'm, I think are, are really complimentary. So being off of social allows me to, to focus where I have more value. And I always wonder, like, you guys have this presence. You guys have built. Andrew, how many Twitter followers do you have? Yeah, no, I do not have millions. I have thousands, tens of thousands. But it's, it's tens of thousands. It's gigantic. It's gigantic. I was talking to my wife earlier. We we're having kind of an early meal. I was like, these guys—they just totally rock it. I—I I have no idea. I, not in my wildest dreams could I imagine just ever building something like what you guys have built, right? Like, how do you do it? And so we all have our little strengths. And and so mine, I, I think mine is certainly not on social. <laughs> so I'm saying, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna go put my eggs in, in some different baskets where maybe I can I can be a little more helpful. Well, you have a Twitter handle though, because when we did the announcement, I was able to find that. Allison Allison made me do it. <laughs> so you haven't actually you don't actually monitor it. Allison watches it for you. Um, Probably does my ad events and stuff like, like that. Chris, answer it. Somebody wants there, he yeah. I think if I get a wild hair, I might go fire it up. But it'd have to be pretty wild hair. I uh, yeah, I don't know. I have you guys. You guys have tried subtracting a lot of things. You know, I went through. I subtracted all the news. I subtracted all the TV at night. No blue light at night. I kept on subtracting stuff just to kind of figure out what works and, and you know how I can kind of optimize my mental disposition. Yeah. My motto in life is not about subtraction. It's about addition. <laughs> <laughs> more, more, more. More, 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 more. Uh, I have not yet figured out the subtraction part of my life. Yeah. Uh, and so that's that's something for me to work on. Uh, you know, I, I might I might more likely move to multiplication than I would to subtraction. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I can that's see great. that. That's an understatement. Just look at what he carries around at a conference. And yet he still forgets stuff. When we went to London, 
he had this massive pack full of stuff, like so much gear. And then every day, like, Brad, I forgot my, I, yes, I, I forgot my cord. Can I use yours? And then I'm looking all over for that same cord because he's but got. The reality it. is, it's actually there. It's in the bag somewhere. I just have yeah. to. I, I should learn some traction in my life. Um, and the the thing is, I guess um, what I've been I'm finding some traction through addition, if that makes sense, by just um, finding different. Re- it's more replacement than it is. Is that a Buddhist concept? <laughs> I don't know. Attraction through addition? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's 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 an accountant's thing, right? One and one. What do you want to be equal? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can attract and add at the same time. Um, but yeah, I do like that sort of California way of you know just being a little bit more zen in our life and trying to find out ways to um, be better and and look internally. It's hard sometimes when you're in the middle of you know, tax season and the rat race to be introspective, right? I think for me, part of that is like nature when I can get out and be in nature, which is why I love the whole idea of RVing or getting out to my dad's cottage or anything like that. That that's the times that I find that I get most centered with myself. If I were speak Californian. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. I think it's, it's how do you, I don't know. I think it's an interesting experiment. I just, I'm constantly running little tests, just trying to learn more. And I don't, I have, I have no answers. Yeah. I just have things that I that's, keep on wanting to kind of check out. That's IT background, right? A-B testing different things. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Right. Measure it, measure it. But you know what? We do have those gadgets, like that little ring that you're wearing. You know, I've, I forgot about, I do need help in that area. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you more about that offline, but um yeah, we have the ability to, uh, in this. Yeah, but we have the ability in this day and age to to measure lots of stuff. And for the longest time, you know, I've had watches through the years. Andrew and I joke about this all the time. He has as well. But we wore them, but we never actually did anything other than, you know, ping your iPhone to figure out where it is or um, to check the time. <laughs> Maybe the, the good news is, even if we weren't using them, they were still tracking, They're still measuring. Yeah. So I realized how lazy I was, right? And now it's like, now that those KPIs are there, we have all these amazing tools. Some people say, oh, wearables are just too intrusive, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't have done what I've done over the last year without having that feedback, knowing like, and it's just a microcosm of life, right? You, you need information to make the right decisions. And if you're going to set goals for yourself, you need to be able to measure them. And people don't even, I didn't know where to start. I honestly didn't. It's as simple as closing my rings. Exactly what Apple wants me to do, right? I got three rings I need to close every day. The stand goal, the, the movement goal, and the exercise goal. And they're not really that, the watch comes with, a lot of people don't know this. I stayed default for a long time. 30 minutes of exercise every day, which isn't that hard. You can go for a walk around the block. Uh, 300 minutes, or sorry, 300 calories of movement. It's all you need, 300 calories at the basics. And then was it exercises? Thir- no, I said 30 minutes. Oh, standing. Oh, 12 hours. Stand goal. That, yeah, uh, that's the one that is. But you don't my actually son have to struggles. stand 12 hours, right? You no, you just have to stand once yeah. for a minute every hour. So yeah. it means you got to get off your ass and not sit at your desk. And I'm actually have always been good that way. I've always just kind of, I've looked back. That's about the only ring that I close consistently. But, you know, I look at my son, what he's going through during the pandemic. It's been really hard on him. And he, I gave him one of my old watches and he's like, I've I've never really closed the stand goal before. And, you know, that's just a sign of, of, you know, people get so wrapped up in what we're doing that we may never get away from our desk. And those simple metrics have really helped me. I always knew I needed something to motivate me. And those three metrics are, are now how I live my life. You know, I've set my goal to a thousand on the, on the calories. I've set my exercise goal to the maximum, which is one hour. And I, the 12 hours stand goal, I think is the most you can pick. And did you help me with that one? You can't pick like lower than 12, can you? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. I blow my. But, 
rings out of the water each day. I don't think you want to. I mean, so, okay. So I love it. You can't fix what you don't measure, right? So that's, yeah. that's, that's one. So, so we now get- I've got these metrics, right? And these other metrics, you just mentioned heart rate variability. I actually understand what that means now, sort of, because I've seen that stat come out of my watch before and I didn't know what it meant. So. I'm pretty sure like half of the equation is burned in now. We know it's PNS. <laughs> so I'm sure that part's PNS. stuck. Yeah. You, got, you got the you got the penis step. The penis and the what? How did we get yeah, that? Back the, on the that? doesn't matter. Just, just the the laughter ensues. <laughs> are we gonna get canceled now because of this? Someone's gonna take offense. Yeah, are we are we no longer alive? What we're, we're just we're little boys off. here, people. We're not trying to do anything offensive. We're just having fun. Okay, um, so yeah. so I get so I get hit up on social media. So LinkedIn, right? LinkedIn, which is probably the world's biggest direct marketing site for right. professionals well, in the world yeah, because now. Because people can buy in-mails and then they just pester you. Yeah. So I, I haven't really checked that for a while, but for a couple months ago, I was getting people trying to sell me flow state all the time. Have you guys gotten those ads? No. no. Flow state? Flow. Yeah. Flow state. I know what, like the, the flow sound- state is about, uh, like it's just about energy and being in the flow, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know how, um, I'll bet most of the people we know, professionals we know, do a lot of work nights and weekends. Yeah, for sure. Because that's the only time we can get anything done. So during the day, we're reactive, not creative. During the day, constant feed coming at us. We're constantly context switching. Our brains can't chemically switch from A to B, right? At all. So we're getting blown up. Can't focus, can't get stuff done. Sitting at our desk nonstop, kind of like we're swimming against a really strong current. But then the current stops at night and the current stops at the weekend. It's from the infeed. It's just no chatter. So yeah. you get in the flow. And we can probably bang out. If I try to write something during the day, forget it, right? If I want to write an article, if I want to do something more meaningful, some deep work, I got I to gotta get a block, right? So it kind of gets into this whole notion that if we want to you know, put some math around it, output or achievement equals skill times intensity. So how can you have intensity? How can you have intensity if we're getting nuked, right? And so flow state, like optimal production, like here's, here's, here's a test. And this is, this is part of the, the a test we're running internally in the company right now. It's, we take a couple of people and said, look, what do we want to do, do? We want you to bake in, bake in exercise time. You said bacon? Bacon, yeah, bacon, bacon See? and penis. <laughs> yeah, this, these are the main things. You're killing me. What are you going to start talking about chocolate next? <laughs> what do you think I'm eating in the middle of the night? Okay, okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal, Brad. Well, <laughs> if you can, next week, when you get your aura ring, I want you to, if you can text, you know, Andrew and me daily, what you eat at night and what your HRV was, what was in your beard, what was your HRV? I think they're going to put some sort of motion sensor camera in the room and then I'll, I'll put them up on video so I can shame myself. Yeah, so YouTube channel. This will be live, you know, live cam, Brad wandering around at three in the morning. Yeah. Here he is eating a bag of chips. Here he but is I, don't, eating I don't want to get back to this concept of baking in fitness. I love this. I love Cause I I'm sitting here right now. Uh, bacon, stop it. Yeah. I want to, I want to figure out how to help my team better manage their time and organize their time. And now that people have to work from home and lives are different, I think it's so important to make sure that our employees bake in taking care of themselves. Right. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. So, so here, so it's, it's, I think the thesis is it's going to be a gigantic win-win. So we started by doing something really simple, which I stopped hitting anybody directly in teams, unless it's necessary. We use Microsoft teams, right? So if I throw something in there, I context switch the whole company. Oh, and guess what people want to do? They, they say, Oh, something from Chris, you got to look busy. Everybody drops what they're doing and they start riding back. Here I am. Here I am. I'm working, right? Yeah. So how much productivity does that destroy? Loads. Every message I send times every person in the company times five, 10 minutes of context switching. I can nuke a whole hour of productivity with one quick couple of strokes. Yeah. Same thing with email. So I use, if I'm going to send anything on email, I use send you know, and Allison gets stuff from me, but I send it to her when she comes on. I know when she starts work, so I'll say send later. And I don't want to hit her at night unless it's absolutely positively necessary. 
Okay, so now we start to create. So what, what happened? Our team's channels all went almost to zero. And I encourage people to mute the channel. If it's a group channel, mute it. Just, when you have a break, come back and check it out. But during the day, if you want to actually get something done, if you want to be in this flow state, which is more like a weekend or a night, we can't context switch each other constantly. So everybody's starting to feel better. I'm like, okay, that's actually working. So you take it to the next level, which is now we need intensity. We know we're stronger mentally if we've just gone for a walk. Like they say, hey, well, you go, you know, Andrew, you're walking. Brad, I don't know if you're walking during the day. I don't have a treadmill desk, but I, probably... I, I do two hours before between six and eight every morning. I walk about a circle. About 12 kilometers. It's different every morning. I do a different yeah. route. But it's what I've it's a it's a exactly two hours. Like I'll come back to my house and I'll put stop. I'm using it as kind of a you'd be amazed at how different your stats are every day. Even if I do the same walk, your body's in a different state. This whole flow state thing is really interesting because I think I think we all start our days in, in different states because there's some days where I've got way more energy. And it carries through throughout the day. So, yeah, I, I, I've been experimenting with walking before I start my day. I, I don't want to sound like I, I am not sponsored, but it probably should be by this ordering thing. They tell you your readiness score when you get in the morning based on how well you sleep, deep sleep, REM sleep, all that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool. Well, I'd, love it. I'd love that metric because I do feel a bit blind. Um, and how much exercise you got. That's another factor that the ring throws in there. Yeah. Body temperature, pulse. It'll even tell you you might be getting sick. Um, so statewide policy is that we don't send email yeah. unless it's absolutely necessary. Um, I want you like, and what are the core hours that, where do you communicate with staff? Like if you're going to send later, what are those touch points throughout the day? Do you break up those areas of focus into blocks of time? Is it like how much time can people flow for? Is it, can they flow for eight hours? Can they flow no. for two hours? There, there, you just nailed it. You just nailed it, right? The average, average us 90 minutes max. We can stay in flow for 90. Mm -hmm. So, and everybody's a little bit different. So, but it's, it's some people are 60, some people 90, some people 120. But the whole point is you want to be able to sit down, create, do deep work for an hour or hour and a half, whatever it is, and then get up. You have to get up, get up and move. Yeah. And it doesn't mean get up and go fill your mind full of news. Don't go to Google News and just fill yourself full of junk. That is not recovery. Right. What is recovery? Recovery is, Get up. If it's nice out, go walk outside for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. Come back, right? Refreshed, sit down again, ready to go and do another block. So we're looking, yeah, we're looking at getting the, the whole Peloton subscription for everybody in the company because they talked about that today. Like, I don't know if people are going to want to do this. I don't know. It's, it's kind of- Are you hiring kinda, anyone from, from Canada yet? Would, would love to, but we don't- uh, You give everyone the ring? No, no it's, I'm, I'm experimenting right now. So experiment A, experiment A is going to be, which is done, which is uh, quiet, right? Less email, less chat. That seems to be working super good. Then experiment B is we've, we've been doing some weird stuff. Is, is this too weird? Is this getting no, really weird? I love, I'm loving this. No, we like weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so sales team, we do box breathing before we start every meeting because salespeople, you know, they're making calls they're talking to people. Pretty stressful, right? It's a pretty intense job. So before you sit down in a meeting where we're going to go through stuff, we sit down for five minutes. I've got a YouTube video. Happy to share it with you guys. But we do five minutes of box breathing. Inhale for five seconds. Hold for five. Exhale and for Allison five. And Allison post that link. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll give it Allison. Yeah. So we're doing it in the sales team first, <clears throat> seeing how it's working. But the guys seem to like it a lot, right? So we do that. And that clears mental space before we get into it. Then we have a, you know, we have a quick agenda. We get through and we get off, right? But you want to be- Mindfulness. Mindful, exactly totally, totally, totally focused and mindful yeah. and then get out. Right. Yeah. So we're trying to get, we're trying to get a lot of time back because I think the idea is fundamentally like the, the super goal, our super goal is for people to be able to be parents, right? It, we all know pandemic plus families plus work, super, super gnarly, you know, it's just, it's crazy town. And so how do we maintain sanity long-term, like long-term sanity and people want to have more kids, all that kind of thing. You got to, uh, you know, this whole work smarter, not harder. What does that really mean? Like, what are the tools for that? Mm -hmm. And so as a company, can, can we build a tool set that we can actually give to everybody that is going to allow them to actually work 
fewer hours with every bit as high quality, if not higher quality. So, so it's breathing and then it's exercise movement throughout the day. So can we get dedicated focus blocks, move, come back. If you're having a one-on-one, -on -one, like Allison and I, we do our one-on-ones walking, right? It guarantees us, you know, time outside cruising. And I think it's, I, I think both of us would say it's just so much better, right? Cause we're not stagnant in a room, right? I can hear the birds chirping. I'm feeling good. She's feeling good. You know, just, just much better, just much better kind of mental attitude, disposition, creativity, and so forth. So it's, it's like, can, can we fundamentally structure the virtual corporate workplace? And so do you pay, you, you, you're paying for people to take breaks and exercise uh, and all these scheduled in breaks. You're, that's what part of, uh, like it's not time that you're expecting them to do for free. You're 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 saying, okay, I only expect you to work five hours, six hours, not seven and a half hours. We, I would say, we are not all the way there, but yes, that's where I want to go. That's the goal. And nobody, nobody should have to work more than eight hours, and in that eight hours, they should have at least four structured breaks. Four structured breaks in eight. Or for rest and recovery time, at and least. How long are those breaks? Uh, lunch would be a full hour and then each structured break would be at least 20 minutes where you can get up because if you, let's say let's say you start at eight so if you go to 9 30 hour and a half structure right 20 minutes gets you 9 50 call it 10 go another hour and a half now you're at 11 then 11 or 11 30 to 12 30 lunch come out of that it gets you all the way to two two to two twenty and then another break or two and you're you're done with your day but during those breaks um i use a peloton app so I can get down yoga mat, 10 minute core, right? We want to get everybody Peloton subscription. It's like nothing. It's like 15 bucks a month or something, right? But we can all follow each other. And you guys know what it's like. You start to gamify this thing where everybody's doing it. People shouldn't feel guilty. People shouldn't feel guilty getting on the floor two or three times a day, exactly. doing some yoga, doing some meditation, doing some core, things that feel really good. Companies should be totally, totally down with that, right? Wow. It's great for everybody. And I'm going to bet, I'm willing to bet a ton that the productivity gains will far more than offset. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's just, I think of, of productivity um, and, you know, you talk about getting up and walking and moving around and I see people have made comments. Um, they're, they're building in this into their days as well. I do it all the time. I can't sit this whole stand goal. It's never something that I had an objective to do, but now it's like, I can't sit still. Like even sitting for an hour with you guys tonight, that's one of the, that's one of the few points in the, in the day that I'm actually sitting for an hour straight now. And the first yeah. thing I'll do when, when we go off is I'll stand up. I have to, my legs, or insist on it it's like dude you're walking all the time we can't have you just <laughs> and literally when i get up it's like man that took you long enough it's funny how i want to like i actually enjoy movement like when you talk about go for a walk around the block i i take the long way everywhere i go now just because i don't i like movement and andrew you and i have talked about this before how we can factor that into our day in so many different ways. And you've got a, a treadmill, right? That yeah. is hooked up. You got a Love treadmill. That. And yeah. I've talked to people that say they've been in meetings with you and they say it's not as distracting as it sounds. You're working away, but you're you're sweating. I love that. Oh. to figure out how to like move your mouse at the same time that you're walking like that's totally one of these <laughs> you were totally doing a screen share you know and you're moving you're doing all the stuff you're moving around i'm thinking like you know for the first five minutes like is he going to just fall off the back of this thing i mean what ha what happens here you know it has happened <laughs> well you've wiped out while you've uh been trying yeah to because if you like if you're because i don't look at my feet at all and sometimes i put my foot on the thing and then whoa <laughs> yeah 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 it's so like never, a high wire act. Yeah, I've never hurt myself, but and because the thing is, I'll do full on client meetings, walking on the treadmill, my computer, like jumping around their tax returns, talking to them about finances, and my feet are just going like a you know a duck underwater. Just it's so uh, cool though. I, like it's I draw I drew a lot of inspiration for that. I wasn't walking much until I saw you doing that, and I'm like I need to walk more. But and, and I want to be I want to be pretty clear on this. The whole point is this is not 
super about productivity. I didn't wake up one day like, oh, hey, we're going to be way more productive. I did it because I was not healthy, mm -hmm. right? Mentally, this whole pandemic being inside, every, we're all jammed in here. We're all working super hard. It's just, when is this thing going to end? Like, my mind is like, man, I just, I've never felt like I had felt. Yeah. Right? It's just, and you're not alone. Everyone's feeling this, yeah. right? And this is so timely. This is such great stuff. Uh, Chris, it, it really is. And I'm lapping it all up. The, the one question I do wonder about though, is what about um, asynchronous communication? Like, so does everyone have to start at the same eight o'clock or do you have let people have different, different start points, start times? We're East Coast, West Coast, the whole thing, right? So, you know, the, the, the big thing is, and I think this has a lot to do with how we as companies choose to treat people too, right? I mean, you know, like we have to do customer support. Our viewpoint is anybody's client facing, those are the people you want feeling as healthy as anybody, right? But a lot of times they get left behind. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is starting time, you know, that it makes sense given this client service window and all that kind of thing. But obviously we're not commuting, right? So if we're not commuting 20 minutes, you're going to commute anyway, 20 minutes, come in, get your, get your exercise in, whatever it is you do, walking, you do a little, you know, yoga, anything, get the mind right because that sets the tone for the day. You're going to, if there's ever a stressful call or a stressful moment, you've kind of, you've buffered yourself already, right? You've veneered yourself. So we want this happening every part of the company, regardless of time zone and so forth, every, every desk. I definitely want to run your Calgary office. <laughs> it's rocket, baby. Yeah. yeah, I'm in. I'm in. When you're ready to set up up here, I'm your guy. And I definitely want to come down and um, you'll be the Toronto guy. You'll be you'll be the, the Southern Ontario rep. Let's do this. It's pretty I cool. Totally, I would totally fit that culture. Yeah. Yeah. We legalize, we can legalize it out here too, you know. So it's yeah. What are we talking about legalizing? Oh. Yeah, well, we live in Canada, so the whole country yeah, is in California. That's true. Yeah, you guys are ready. You guys we are can ready even there. use credit cards and debit cards. And, and yeah, we don't have yeah. the banking issues you guys have. Yeah. That's true. Because That's all cash. Normal. All it's cash kind of here. A, a, nor a normal thing. But um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like that kind of, if you would have told me a year ago that this is your work environment, I'd be going, oh, whatever. <laughs> like, shit, I, I, I don't want to do that shit. You well, I, before I, I went on my journey, pre-journey, now yeah. it's like I'd love to work in an environment that that encourages you to get off your ass and just be healthy. Because a healthier, they know that healthier work environments, you know, they know that smoking creates. I remember when when we had to do our uh, our benefit renewals. You know, studies show that smokers take more sick days because they're sick more often um there's unhealthy sort of all kinds of things you know i don't get, i haven't had a cold in how long now mind you social distancing is amazing like no one's getting yeah it's flipped. definitely so my my stepbrother works in, for shoppers drug mart which is a canadian pharmacy uh chris for you guys who are one of the biggest ones in, like cvs or something yeah a big one. and um their cold and flu business, which was used to be their bread and butter, it is tanked because yeah. of the. I hear they've, they've one had of the, one like of the no wins. flu cases in the United States last year. Some unbelievable number. Now, some people are going to the conspiracy theorists like, oh, yeah, COVID's just the flu, but it's not. It's the social distancing. People are consciously staying away, and the flu's having a hell of a time spreading yeah. this year. But the we're and so we've traded a cold for mental health issues, right? Yeah. And that's that's the thing I think that so many people are struggling with now. Um, you know, this being locked in our homes for you know the six week cycle that we're on now, it's depressing, right? And it, you know, like getting my shot today was like the first. Wait, you time got I felt your optimistic. you got your first shot. I got my first shot. I, I posted on, on Facebook. Astra, AstraZeneca, then, right? Yeah, uh, and uh, and I got trolled for doing that. <laughs> What? <laughs> well, oh, you know, I, I no, but the thing is, is let let's face it, the whole thing, and and I've heard this. The U.S. system is like obviously the U.S. had a rocky start to the pandemic, but now, like you know, the other day Alicia was saying she got her second shot, and all these people have their second shots and they're fully vaccinated, so I'm totally jealous. But up here, um, 
you know, they're saying that, you know, AstraZeneca isn't that bad. It really isn't. I know all these people through Europe, that's what they use, the UK. So when I had the opportunity to jump on it, I took it. That where yeah, I was going with this is upset. <laughs> where I was going with this is they're saying that anyone that has any kind of influence in their communities needs to tell the whole world that they had a shot because you know what? You might influence one or two people that might make a difference. And frankly, if somebody cares to troll me about it, good luck with that. Because anytime someone tries to troll me in this area, I'm like, all I see is narcissism. Now that's not necessarily well, entirely the case because I unfriended the person almost immediately. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm to that point where if you're going to start getting down on me about getting vaccinated, well, screw you. I don't want nothing to do with you because we're never going to get out of this until people ditch yeah. that bullshit. If you're an anti-vaxxer right now, yeah, if just you're an anti-vaxxer, stay the frick away from me. Because just don't go, go take a walk. Yeah, go take a walk and get. Yeah, go take a morning walk. Though. I mean, come on. Yeah, people, yeah. You gotta have something better to do than to get on the internet and. You it's know, good for everyone to get warrior. over it. Now, if you have physical issues that prevent you from taking the vaccine safely, I get it, and it's okay to have re um, reservations, especially with some of the bad press going on. But shit, like the, well, the Pfizer and Moderna, those things are just working flawlessly. And and J and J got re uh, re, uh, it's going to be out again. And I'm truly not worried about it. So Andrew, if you got who trolled you, just somebody in your I, it wasn't wasn't really trolling. It was just someone who was went on off on a on a total anti-vaxxer rant. I was warning people basically, don't do that because I'll yeah. shut you down. Well, because and, and and he was going on about it was conspiracy conspiracy. Oh, so you 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 had the LTE chip, um, the five G chip installed, and <laughs> yeah. did you get that option? It I got that option. I totally wanted because but, actually I didn't get five G. I got six G. There's you know, oh, man. yeah. I, it's You're just, future ready, man. You're future ready. I am future proof, man. I've got <laughs> anti-vaxxers are also making me a little bit angry right now. Because yeah. um, we need as many people getting shots in arms as exactly. possible so that the world can go back to normal. Because the, the government world. is not going to let us get back to normal, take down our masks, open up our world, unless and we let businesses operate normally. And, and so you're preventing that from happening. Exactly. And, and so you're, you're being selfish and, and it, it bothers me. And, and, you know, if you have a health issue, I totally understand that. Talk to your doctor, get medical advice. And if you don't trust medicine and science, you're a moron and get the fuck, <laughs> pardon me, but <laughs> I, I very- <laughs> I, I feel like I, I got rolled my sleeve and I was show you where my injection site was from Tuesday. I actually I, just I, took I'm my good. band aid off the other day. <laughs> Seriously, I'm gonna pull my band aid out of the trash. I finally got mine. I'm actually really, really quite ecstatic. I got my first. Yeah, it, wasn't it, it was a good, Andrew, you're the latest. What did it feel like? I, I was happy. I had this sense of relief and okay. elation. So you have to also understand a little bit of background around me and needles. I hate needles and I've hated needles my whole life. There's this one time that I was in Mexico um, and I got Montezuma's revenge or whatever you get when you're down in Mexico and I needed a shot in the butt to get better, right? As many people who go down to Mexico learn the hard way. And uh, the doctors come in and say, okay, you'll need a needle. And I like had been like vomiting, sick, like passed out blue. I jumped up jumped over good. and ran out the room into no. the and locked the door I was like you're not giving me a needle you're not giving me a needle. were you wearing pants uh i was still wearing <laughs> pants at that point i was i was like there's no way my, my family had to like coax me out of the bathroom the doctor's sitting there waiting for me to like come out of the i used to have to get allergy shots as a kid every monday and i hated it i hated getting shots but yeah. honestly like i was joking around with the pharmacist that gave it to me um, I didn't feel it. Neither did I. Said, I, I said, have you, have you, have you put it? I saw her put it in. So I pretended that, that I said, well, are you done yet? Well, and my doctor, like, when are you going to give me the shot? She goes, I already did. I took it out. And I went, I'm just kidding. I didn't notice it. So I honestly it. didn't notice it. In past vaccines or shots or whatever I've had in the past, the nurse or the doctor basically comes in, jabs it in your arm, pushes the needle right in like full force. This doctor was like, 
puts it in my arm like this because I videoed it. She puts it in her arm like this and then she puts it in a little bit, waits a second and then puts in a little bit more because you know how you can get that feeling of the pressure if you just like basically inject the whole needle all at once. She was so delicate and smooth with it. I was like, wow. She she saw you coming. Yeah, she knew I was. You could see if you look at some of the pictures from my video, you could see a bit of fear and trepidation in there. Oh, Uh, yeah. Like I heard this journalist the other day and when they started talking, they they just got their shot and they were talking about their experience. Then they backed up and they said, I want to tell you a little bit about my experience with with needles. And Andrew, it was very similar to yours, except multiply that by 10. Like she was so intense about it. Um, She didn't even want to make a big deal about it because she was afraid that by going on social, they they might capture her going psycho. You know, she just didn't want to. And yet she she was so excited about getting this. And when she got it done, she cried. Like she was so, but tears of happiness that she was on her you know doing her part she just said it was a sense of immense pride i didn't go that far but it made me realize i get to be on my way back now you know just having one shot it actually increases the odds of us getting herd immunity like in canada we have no choice because we don't have any second shots but the reality is if you get one shot and apparently AstraZeneca is actually a really good one as a one shot dose, the second one really hits it home, but you can get by on that one. J and J is a one shot um, Moderna and, and Pfizer, they know they can go by with one for a long time. So well, what do you got to lose? It doesn't hurt. Um, there might be some side effects. I've heard some people that everyone I've heard that's had side effects said big F and deal. It, it was for the right reasons. I don't care. I would go yeah. through it again. And dude, you haven't had a cold all freaking winter. You know, you're not going to die from the side effects. Um, get the fuck over it. But- as soon as you get that shot, you're not going to die from COVID once you get a shot. That's the thing. Even like J and J, they're saying, "Oh, the efficacy is only seventy-five percent." Yeah, but it's a hundred percent likely you will survive COVID. You will yep. not die from COVID. You will not even have to go to a hospital because of COVID when you get a shot. Now, Shabir, uh, who was on last week, actually posted a comment that I thought was really interesting. That I'm curious to see what your reactions would be, either Chris or or Brad. So he said, "What would you do if the troll was a client?" Maybe one that you really like. Oh, mine, mine's so easy. I'm not on oh, social. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah so oh, because. Oh, that would be tough because I've I've actually had somebody in my community that didn't like my Trump views. Um, yeah. So when I was out there stirring shit up with the former president, I might. I didn't lose him because I didn't have any active business with him, but I noticed that my QBL license, all of a sudden he broke the tie there and things so, like that. So yeah, that's a tough one. For me, it's not that tough. I mean, I would handle it the exact same way and, and tell right, where to go and say, yeah, go to hell. Thankfully the nature of my business, is I have a lot of small clients. So I have no one big client that if you leave me, I'm screwed. So like, I could care less. You know what? If, if that's, if you don't like me because of that, like, that's me, that's who I am. And if you're one of those people, I, I'm, I'll tell you, I, you know, I'll still do your taxes, but I'll tell you, you're an idiot. Like you're like, <laughs> they still want you as their want to do your after you tell them where to go, then, Hey, then, then you know, you're doing good work. Uh, but their fee might go up. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're paying you for quality advice. I suppose so you're giving them quality advice. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine they would want to stick around if we if they were that polarized. But um, most, most of my clients aren't like that. My my clients are in the IT business. They're very medicine technology focused. You know, we've had lots of people who have been um, big advocates on lots of stuff around um, COVID and and you know rational. Like this is, you know, it, it, it is a very serious issue and there's very no room serious. for politics and there's no room for people who don't trust medicine and science and the issue that we are facing right now. And I mean, it's scary as fuck when we see what's gone on in India and, and, and 
you still have people out there who are trying Canada recognize the reality of the magnitude of what we're talking about. This is not the flu. This is not, there's a, we've been at home for a freaking year. Like this is big, big, big fucking shit. And we need to work together and, and we need to trust in science and technology and we need to get our smartest, um, people working on this and we need to dedicate all the resources and the one thing that i i think that is positive is that we have seen people come together and the search for um treatments and the amount of work that like and that's why i think i was so sensitive to this troll i think a little bit because i also know people and and know people in the medicine and and uh you know scientific world who work really hard to try and come up with solutions and i'm not saying that the pharmaceutical industry is you know, perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you know, it's a very definitely a for-profit business and they're very profitable businesses. And, you know, how long people should have patents on drugs is a whole nother issue that we have to deal with. But when it came to this crisis, the medical community banded together, mm-hmm. the government provided the financial support to do the research. Uh, I know lots of scientists who got research to just expand their knowledge, even if it was loosely related to helping um, you know, deal with this, this virus. Um, and that, that expanded our knowledge, like the whole RNA technology that, that came out of this is oh, so much able to use it for cancer, for heart problems, all kinds of things. The and, technology and, is, is going to be amazing. What they can and do it's amazing. It. It's, it's amazing times that we just see that, yes, the economy has shifted. It hasn't shut down. It's shifted. And the way the world is changing and you know, the way that we have to change ourselves. And this is why I'm, I'm really excited about our conversation, Chris, because I think that this, um, this mindfulness and this um, new way of approaching business and, and employment and um, teams is, is the big mindset shift I was looking for. Uh, you know, I was looking for like, you know, the cloud is here, like we've done that. What's, what's next. And I think you're on it. And like, to be honest, I mean, I've, I've part of why I, fell in love with it, Lysia's. I think your mind works a little bit different. Um, and, and I think you're really ahead of the curve on a lot of the ways that you're thinking and how do we separate and shut down communication? How do we get more centered on ourselves? How do we enable that within the people that we work with? How do we make sure that we're healthy and well-balanced and well-centered? Um, and I'm ashamed to say uh, an employee of mine today wrote a comment about um, not feeling centered because we're dealing with with something and I'm like, well, would a Skeeta help you feel centered? And he's like, what's a Skeeta? Swift kick in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you guys, you guys know, I started Arthur Anderson, right? <clears throat> and the mental models, right? The mental models of how we work, <clears throat> right? As accountants came from a lot of the large accounting firms, right? The diaspora from those. And, and those are s- such severe pyramid models, right? where it's like, buck up, get it done, doesn't matter, you are replaceable. There are a million people right behind you gonna come in. And so look, you know, I'm a product of that. My metronome was like on super high, came out, went in industry, same thing. Everybody there, CPAs, like-minded, what do we do? We, we carry on that same legacy. And I don't think there's any way I would have been open to remote work pre-pandemic in a meaningful yeah. way. Same here. Even though right. I was like all about the cloud, I wasn't necessarily all about every remote work. I had an office. I had a building. I expected people to come in. My mindset on that has shifted. And so why, why did you want them to come in, Andrew? I have productivity. Uh, you know, I, I had expectations. I thought clients need, wanted it. I knew that we could technology wise do everything we're doing now. And we were set up like, so it was turnkey. It was we were already had all the technology in place to be virtual, but we always thought clients valued coming into the office. And there was clients who would tell us that. Yeah. Uh, and, and we also thought that we, you know, it was a way to make sure your employees were actually working the full nine to five hours. And there was a lack of trust around employees and what they could deliver. And that trust, my, my team stepped up and they showed, they, like, I know some people struggle with uh, productivity. Shabir said last week, he's, they've had some productivity issues. My team, they stepped up. I mean, it was, it was different. Like I couldn't, it wasn't nine to five. Um, we have our, you know, core standup hours and we do these regular check-ins throughout the day and throughout the week. Like we have, we have, um, 
um, the schedule that goes from operational to strategic with, you know, the operational starting with the daily standup uh, and the strategic being the annual like retreat where we're sort of just, you know, it's fun, but we're also doing long-term planning for the organization. Um, so we had those touch points, but it was like very, it was still had a lot of deep roots in traditional uh, accounting. Cause like you said, we're, we are, we are a product of uh, what we learned. Um, and even though I was from many perspectives, very forward thinking in technology and stuff like that, I definitely had a lot of traditional roots myself. I, I yeah, I just feel like for me, and I, I had, you kind of, I don't know, maybe this is, maybe this is shared, maybe it isn't, but for me, I, I always thought like I did it and I'm doing it. So they need to do it too. And that's coming from a not a, not a super great place. Like there's not a lot of positive energy, you know, kind of being built by saying this is this is what this is what I, I did, and you're gonna do it too. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I mean, it's actually it's actually a really really bad place for to operate from, right? Rather than what's the mission? We have our goals. Are we measuring? Are we tracking or not? Which is really what matters, right? Yeah. And so yeah, so I think that probably was the the beginning and then the old personal journey of like okay yeah i'm doing it so why don't you that's the start and then i'm doing it at home in a pandemic feeling terrible <laughs> right and so what are we gonna do like we're gonna drag the, the entire company down the same i don't know where this path ends but i'm pretty sure it's not gonna be super great you know so yeah we'll change up Believe it or not, guys, we've actually gone over. We started early and we went We started over. early. This is our bonus episode, our, our another health episode. Oh. We've had a few of those. In the last Free hockey. Yeah. Thanks uh, so much. So next week we have Martha Banner. Martha's um, lives in Kelowna, BC. She's kind of a rock star up here. I've, I've uh, noticed she's on the accounting channel on um, Clubhouse. And she's often involved in that. And she's super cool. So, um. That's who we got next week. We'll see you next week. And for those, Thanks, Chris, we really appreciate yeah. it. It was a great chat. Stick around. We're going to have an after show. Hopefully you're still flowing for at least another 15 minutes. I think. Rock yeah. on guys. Got, thanks thanks so much. Link in there.